0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond podcast. I am your host, Kelly R. Jackson. As always, we appreciate you all for stopping by, and let's just get into it as we always do. Listen, this is uh, the first episode in a series of podcasts that we're doing. Uh, It's called Five Days of Forgiveness. We're going to be talking about forgiveness for five straight days, and the Lord just put it on me uh, to do this podcast concerning forgiveness, five days of forgiveness. What we're going to do over the next five days is we're going to walk you through uh, uh, five sets of principles that, that I've outlined um, and so we're going to do this again, five days of forgiveness. And, and each day we're going to give you about 15 minutes. I'm going to make sure that I try to stay within the 15 minute time frame. So if you give me 15 minutes every day. We're going to do five days of forgiveness. And and I want to give you these principles that that God has laid on me to share with us because that is one of our, our biggest hurdles. And let me say this before I get into uh, this particular uh, episode. I want to do this just as one time. Um, we're, we're, we're coming from the book that I've just released, An Act of Grace, uh, Forgiveness and Reconciliation, God's Way. And this whole project uh, that we did was all about forgiveness and all about reconciliation. And so I thought it would be a good idea. And the Lord just put it in my mind. I thought it would be a good day, good thing rather to take the podcast and do five days of forgiveness. So if you all give me 15 minutes a day, for five days, we're going to talk about forgiveness and hopefully try to give you something uh, that can help you get past whatever it is that you need to get past. So in these five days are going to give you five sets of principles on how you can uh, get closer to letting it go and get closer to being free. So so day one, here we are. Day one, day one, this first day. Do you really want to be free? Do you really want to be free? And now as we as we move on into this, uh, we, we've all heard this before. We've all heard people say this in so many different ways that uh, not forgiving is like a prison. It's like being locked into something. And so the question that we're going to start off with is, do you really want to be free? Because a lot of people don't realize that when you're withholding forgiveness, when you're holding on to that grudge, when, when you've got that thing and you're holding on to it tight. Uh, you've locked yourself in a prison. You haven't locked the other person in a prison. You haven't locked the offended party in a prison. You've locked yourself in a prison. And so there it is. Do you really want to be free? Now, I'm going to read an excerpt, which is crazy here. I'm going to read an excerpt from an excerpt. (laughs) So what that means, I'm going to read an excerpt from my book, An Act of Grace. But I actually, in this section, when I, I talked about forgiveness, isn't about getting the upper hand. I took an excerpt from the previous work that I had done, Overcoming Your Pharaoh. And so I was talking about forgiveness, but let me read that excerpt as we talk about, do you really want to be free? Listen, uh, there was a statement made in my 2017 book, Overcoming Your Pharaoh concerning forgiveness. I likened a refusal to forgive as a type of Pharaoh. As I wrote, we can't be released because we won't release. The Pharaoh of forgiveness is one that holds many of us uh, bound at various points in our lives. But in order to get over this hurdle, we must be willing to get over ourselves. If we really want to be free, we've got to surrender ourselves to forgiveness. And so that was the next Again, I, t- I took it out of an act of grace, but I actually pulled it from uh, overcoming your Pharaoh to make a point about us being free. Do you really want to be free? So, So let me give you, again, I'm going to give you uh, three principles, as I always do within these, these uh, separate principles. So the first thing here is not forgiving. Isn't their prison. It's your prison. not forgiving. It isn't their prison. The person that you're saying, I'm not going to forgive you. It's not their prison. It's your prison. So even, even as we get into this place where we get offended and, and make no mistake about it. I want to make sure that I'm clear about it. there's nothing wrong with you being offended. It depends on who you are and what was done to you uh, as to whether you should be offended or not. I'm not telling you not to be offended. What I am trying to get you to understand is that when you refuse to forgive, when I refuse to forgive, it's not the prison that I've locked them in. It's the prison that I've locked myself in. And and you, you've you heard this, all. you've all heard this before, but it just bears repeating so many times that we try to kill people by saying, I'm never going to forgive you. And so what you've done at that point is you've basically said that I'm going to hold on to this forever. And a thought that I had, I want to make sure that I share this a thought that I had concerning uh, oppressors and the oppressed. And something that hit me uh, actually this morning when I woke up and it says, you know, uh, the thought came to my head. The oppressor is often an oppressing himself. The oppressor has locked himself in with the person that he chooses or the people that they choose to oppress because you've got to make sure that they're always oppressed. And so you've locked yourself in to making sure that you hold this person down. So without even realizing that you have oppressed yourself. So how does that connect to what we talk about being free as far as forgiveness is concerned? If you decide that I'm never going to let this offense go. I'm going to carry this grudge for the rest of my days. You have, in fact, put a burden on yourself. The burden to carry offense every time that you see this person, every time you're around these people, the burden to say, I'm going to be in the same place with this person. Let me pick up my offense and carry it with me. You haven't locked them away. And again, we, we like to think, OK, I've locked these people out of my life. I'm never going to forgive them. I don't want anything else to do with them. I've locked these people out of my life. You have, in fact, locked yourself in and you've locked yourself in with this grudge. Not forgiving is your prison. It's, it's, it's you that has to say, OK, what was I in jail for again? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm mad about this because a lot of times if we're being honest with ourselves, we have to remember what we were offended about. Sometimes the the offense is so small and insignificant, and really, in the grand scheme of things, it's all small and insignificant. And we we tend not to understand this until we're standing in the funeral home, and we realize how how petty some of this stuff is. But but sometimes the the, the offense is 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 so not a big deal, if I can say it like that. It's so not a major thing that sometimes you have to see the person. And remember what you are upset about. And there's another thought before I move on to the second principle. Um, here's another thought that I had, uh, on today when I, when I thought about this and I said, listen, if, if, if I ran into, and I want you to put yourself in, in this position, if, if you've got an ex, an ex boyfriend, ex girlfriend or whatever, and say you all have been broken up for five years or whatever, if every time you see that person, you think about what broke you up, you, you haven't let this go. Now, now I, I've got some exits that I'll run into from time to time, but I'm not thinking about, you know, what happened and why we're separated. I just say, hey, how you doing? Hope everything's going OK with you. You know, if you're still rewinding like that, you haven't really let this go and you're, in fact, in a prison. So so get that not forgiving. It's your prison. It's how you've locked yourself away. Not forgiving is how you put yourself in a place. It's not their prison. It's your prison. It's what you've done to yourself. The next point, the next principle I want to give you here is holding the weight of the grudge takes your strength, not theirs. So, again, as as we move through here, as you hold the weight of the grudge, this is your strength that is taken to hold this weight. This is your strength that is taken to hold this grudge. You're the one that's picking it up every day and saying, I'm going to be mad again today you know, we, we talk a lot, you know, I, I deal a lot, obviously with the church and, uh, there are people who have disagreements in the church, long running disagreements. They get up on Sunday morning and they say, I'm going to go to the house of worship. But before I get there, I'm going to pick up my grudge because I'm still mad at those people at that, that sit over that section of the church. Or I'm still mad at the deacon, or I'm still mad at the mother's board or the pastor or whatever. Every Sunday morning, instead of going to church for worship, You pick up your grudge and you go to church with it. But when you do that, this takes your strength, not theirs. I don't think we think about it in those terms. I've got to pick up this grudge every day. I've got to be angry. I've got to strap it to my body or put it on my arms or whatever the case may be. I pick up this grudge every day and I decide I'm going to be angry as soon as I get around this person. As soon as I get to this place, I'm going to be angry. This is not taking their strength is taking your strength. Believe it or not, it's making you weaker and not stronger. Now, now the idea, the thought behind it is that if I keep picking up a weight, if I keep picking up a weight, I'm going to get stronger. This is actually working in the opposite. The the, the more you pick up this weight of this grudge, you're getting weaker and weaker and weaker. Why? Because there's great strength in letting go. There's great strength in forgiveness. You feel better when you let go. There's freedom as we're talking about, do you really want to be free? There's freedom in letting it go. And, and, and I try to stress this to people often when I teach on forgiveness. I try to make sure that they understand this, that, that there's freedom in letting it go. You, you've got to want to let it go. You've got to want to be done with it. You shouldn't want to carry this for the rest of your days. This is not what you were designed for. This is not what we were built for. And again, we talk about this a lot in my book, Uh, An Act of Grace. This is not what God intended for us. This is not how God planned for us to be, to carry grudges Uh, uh, around for the rest of our days. And so I want to move on here because again, I told you all, I want to try to do this in 15 minute increments. We're going to do five days of forgiveness. I want to try to do, I don't want to keep you too long. So, so we've looked at this, right? Not forgiving isn't their prison. It's your prison, right? Second principle, holding the weight of the grudge takes your strength, not theirs. If you see how you're doing stuff to yourself, see how we're we're, we're self-inflicting at this point. All of these things, that we're doing to ourselves. Last principle here is you don't have to remain locked up because you already have the key. It's, it's a sad prisoner. It's a sad jailbird. It's a sad inmate that's sitting in jail behind bars of grudges and anger and hostility, and they've got the key in their hand. They can leave whenever they want. You talk about a minimum security prison. You can walk out whenever you get ready. You don't have to be stuck in this place. You don't have to be doing these things. You don't have to be angry. You don't have to be holding these grudges. You can leave at any time. And the easiest way for you to get out is to forgive. Sincerely forgive. Not to placate anybody. Not to, as we talk often in the book, uh, uh, forgiveness was not designed so that we can get rid of people so that we can be done with people. The truth of the matter is God instituted forgiveness for the purposes of reconciliation. God did not institute forgiveness so that we can be done with certain people. God instituted forgiveness so that we can be done with certain behaviors. You ought to be trying to get away from the behavior, not necessarily the people. And I understand that we as people, we carry behaviors but again, we ought to want to get rid of the behavior and not the people. You don't have to remain locked up because you already have the key. Let me end here as the preacher. Let me end here with some scripture. And and I, and I talk about this once again in the book, and Act of Grace. I talked about this and I said, any teaching in the church, as far as I'm concerned, any teaching among amongst Christians should begin with this verse, Matthew chapter 6 verses 14 and 15, any teaching on forgiveness should begin here. Now, again, Matthew 18 talks about reconciliation, but I want to talk about Matthew 6, 14 and 15. Any teaching on forgiveness ought to begin here. Let me read this from the New King James Version. Simply says this, for if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, Neither will your father forgive your trespasses. I'm going to read it again because I got a little bit of time left. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. Also, meaning in addition, if you do that, in addition to what you've done, God will do something. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. That's not the word of Reverend Jackson. That's the word of God. If you're a Christian and you believe in this Bible, as uncomfortable as that sound, as frustrating as that may be, because you want to stay mad and you want to hold on to the grudge and you want to be angry and pissed off and frustrated and all these other things, you got to start here. If I don't forgive, God won't forgive. And as I often tell people, as I'm bringing this to a close here, I'm not going to mess up my relationship with God for anybody, especially somebody that I feel like I have an attitude with, that I'm angry with, that I'm holding a grudge against, that dare I say I cannot stand. Why would I let somebody that I cannot stand come between me and God? It's worth it for me to be out of this prison and to forgive you and sincerely forgive you and forgive you according to what God says with a mind towards reconciliation, because it's really not you that I have a problem with it's Your behavior that I have a problem with. Now, let me say this and then I'm going to close. I understand that this is not easy to do. I understand that this is this is and, and we're going to deal with that in our third day. We're not going to deal with it on the second day. We're going to deal with in our third day because uh, because that's usually the com- comment that comes back to me. Reverend, it's just not that easy. I understand that it's not easy, but it's much harder if you don't even try. You've got to at least try. And if for no other reason, as I just stated, your relationship with God is on the line. Do you really want to be free or do you want to remain locked in the prison of the grudge, of the anger, of the frustration, of the offense? Or do you want to be free? Do you really want to be free? Ponder that question for the rest of the day. Do I really want to be free? Ponder that question for the rest of the day. Now, that's all the time that we have for this edition of the Purpose and Beyond Podcast. Again, this is day one, five days of forgiveness. We're going to give you five days. If you all give me about 15 minutes and I'm at 16 right now, but I had to do an introduction. So you all forgive me for going over a little bit because I had to give you an introduction. Five days of forgiveness. You all give me about 15 minutes a day. We're going to do this for five days, five days of forgiveness. And we're going to try to get you to that place where you can let it go and you can move on. Five days of forgiveness. Let me give you this closing tag, as we always do. If you'd like to keep up with us, check us out on our website. Website is www.krjministries.org. That's www.krjministries.org. If you stop by there, we do believe that you will be blessed. If you'd like to pick up a copy of this book that we're talking about, An Act of Grace, forgiveness and reconciliation god's way if you'd like to pick up a copy of this book go to my website www this is the publishing website Publishing. Dot com. That's www.krjpublishing.com. Stop by the website, click on the bookstore, and order your copy of this powerful book, An Act of Grace, Forgiveness and Reconciliation, God's Way. I do believe that book will be a blessing to you. That's all the time that we have for this particular podcast. Again, check out the next day. We're going to do day two. How much is your anger costing you? That's going to be day two of our five days of forgiveness. How much is your anger costing you? So make sure that you come back and check out that episode again. As always, we appreciate you all for stopping by and we will see you all on next time. Be blessed.